I like talking about friendship. It's the one aspect I haven't been able to get quite right and one I always give excuses for when asked. I tried to call them, they didn't call back, we took different parts, the works. And my arguments always won the day until I met Fatima, who didn't relate to me at all. I finally found someone who said, I don't have such problems with my friends, I've always been relatively good in keeping connections, and I liked how I kept on throwing excuses her way, trying to justify why people drift apart and friendships end, but she just couldn't relate. She just said, I don't have that problem. So I thought, you know what, Fatma? School me on Mata's friendship. Hello and welcome to the Human Interest Podcast with me, Evelyn Wamboy. If you are new here, welcome. The Human Interest Podcast is a weekly podcast where we get to hear stories about people, why they do what they do, and about life, successes, losses, challenges, and lessons. So Fatma Haas is a 32-year-old German who is the most humble and one of the most down-to-earth ladies I have had the pleasure of interacting with. And in our brief session with her after a work engagement, we talk a bit about her three-month stint in Kenya and how she dealt with anxiety and rediscovered herself personally and professionally. And I will share the rest of that conversation in another episode, but today... I share about something we talked about with regard to friendship and her nuggets about it. So here goes. Keeping up with with friends, now with career and and travel, you don't end up spending a lot of time with them and connecting. And also because people are taking different paths in life, you find yourself drifting. Maybe you can tell us your experience and how you, you keep connections going. Sure. Actually, I've always been relatively good in keeping connections with friends, um, probably because I grew up as a single child. Um, so for me, it was always like, my mom was always like, you have family that will always be there, but you also can choose your own family by choosing your friends wisely. And I don't think I have any friends that I'm not really, really, really close with <laughs> to start with. Like, I don't have any superficial friends. I don't get anything out of it. So I really invest in my friendships. And we've been, like, I always did international development or international politics. So, you know, even after I master, we all disappeared to different countries. But you want to keep in touch. So I've always been relatively good in, in keeping in touch, you know, arranging Skype calls. But also keeping up with, like, new social me- like new media mechanisms. I was so thrilled to... Um, to find out about audio messages. And actually in Kenya, um, I used it quite a lot when I came because, you know, I was on the farm. Um, I actually didn't make any friends while I was there for three months. Um, Also because I loved the family and so I stayed a lot with them. Um, So it was really important for me to connect with friends. And so I just, you know, in the morning I wake up, I sit outside, I meditate a bit and I send an audio message to a friend. Um, And... I probably have about six friends that I have regular audio messages with and I love it. Um, It's two types of audio messages. One is you sit down in the morning with your coffee on a Saturday and you take time and you send a 15 minutes audio message update. I love them. The other ones are you're on the street, you're crossing, you're trying to avoid the bus, you're just running to get some groceries and it's so messy but you're in the situation with your friend, right? And I love both the structured and the unstructured ones because it's how life is. 
and, and what do you essentially talk about? Because sometimes in some instances you take very different paths and you find out that someone's experience doesn't sort of relate to yours. So how do you keep each other interested in each other's many dynamics and dimensions? Actually, I'm not sure if I would not understand my friend's path because we are constantly connected. Sure, sometimes there's a month where, you know, life takes over and you can't really, um, you know, update each other all the time. But I think, like, I, I, like, because I have a deep connection with my friends, even if there's a month in which we don't talk, when we connect again, it's like the month haven't even passed. So I wouldn't actually say I have that problem like I really invest in my friendship so there isn't even a disconnect and if there is then let's talk about it um, and you can tell right sometimes the audio messages become less and you're like oh actually that's an indication of maybe we're not that connected so I would then like you know make sure we have a Skype call and we actually talk on the phone so it's just all about like also interpreting how you're using media and what it says about your connections okay. so maybe finally how would you advise other people who are struggling in, in, to keep connections with, with friends? So I would say don't make it a big issue. Don't check your calendar and find out when in three weeks you can meet. If you can just grab a phone and just even send them an emoji. Or for instance, last night we had a big party with our plan and stuff and it was super fun. And I came home and I was still in like the music mode. So I just listened to a song, which is 15 years old, and I sent it to one of my best friends. And I know she has a bit of a struggling time at the moment. So she woke up this morning with a song and she's like, oh, it made me laugh. So, you know, think about the little things rather than making it complicated. I think the reason I'm telling you this is because, like... Because I was a journalist for the longest time and because of everything we see, you just find yourself just getting into your corner. And like this morning, I've just received news that one of uh, a colleague of ours, you know, died in her house. And there were many dimensions. And I think this thing has really been coming up, especially in the Kenyan context, that people go through a lot and they... They just go into a cocoon and the rest of you are like, huh, you know, they've gone into their cocoon and life for us has to go on. You try, call, you try calling someone, they don't pick up or you send messages, they don't reply. And you're like, people are moving on with their lives only for you later to discover that someone was going through something and you were not there for them. So, and it's, it's really now becoming a problem. A lot of people are going into depression and you find out rather too late and I would say it's a selfish thing because you're thinking if they're not replying to your messages that means they don't want to you know spend time with you and you let them go like within that scenario what are your thoughts and what would your advice be mm -hmm. um, first of all I'm sorry for your loss um, and Secondly, so what I'm doing is just, as you heard in, in, in the earlier conversations, I'm trying to speak about my own anxiety as well and mention it as something that doesn't have to be like big discuss, but you just float it into conversations so that you raise awareness that this is a normal issue for many people, many of us actually. Um, so one advice would be, you know, to speak about it, integrate it into your day-to-day -day life so it doesn't become abstract. I think if someone's struggling with depression or anxiety and they hear that mentioned from someone else, it gives them hope and it gives them the opportunity to connect. Secondly, my Instagram is full of self-care and positive images. Feisty feminists, 
body positivity role models. And I learn from those posts. I learn much more from those posts than I would learn from a post about fashion. Not to judge if someone wants to look at fashion, but it helps me to educate myself on a daily basis. Um, and then third, there's some things we can do um, to educate ourselves how do we can um, we can spot these things, right? Um, so asking questions in a non in an open way, right? In a non-judgmental way. Um, if you feel like someone is uncomfortable speaking about it, just sussing out if you can make it, if you can just open them up a little bit and follow up on it. You know, just take on them a bit more often. Um, so I think it's like we as a society have to learn how to deal with this. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> This issue about friends going through problems that you didn't know about has really been eating me up recently, especially because a lot of us are in this space where we ask people how they are doing and they say they're fine and there's really no knowing if people are being honest or are afraid that you're not coming from an honestly good place. What are your experience with friendships? Let me know. You know, unlike family relationships, we choose to enter into friendships. And unlike other voluntary bonds like marriages and romantic relationships, friendships lack a formal structure. You wouldn't go months without speaking to or seeing your significant other, hopefully, yeah. But you might go that long without contacting a friend. So when given a conscious or, say, unconscious choice, you find yourself letting go of friendships. But they are important in my opinion. That sense of connection and belonging and the fact that you voluntarily choose to participate in someone else's life, I find that really profound. And I also think that friendships require reciprocity, either of admiration, of trust, of respect, of emotional and instrumental support. And as I, as I grow older, I'm finding myself being more conscious about that. Yes, and... Like I said, because of the recent turn of events with, with in many situations where we find people are going through problems and are not talking about it, I think it's something that I, I wanted to talk about so that all of us can get into that space of finding out where are you with your friendships and what you're doing to ensure that you are your friend's keeper, yeah? So are you that friend? And I like the idea of using audio to keep up with each other. I think I'm going to use that. Just find what works for you and run with it, guys. And also, I feel I need to say this. If someone reaches out to you and you are not fine and this someone is your friend and or you trust your relationship and your friendship, it's okay to say that you're not fine and work from there. You've been listening to the Human Interest Podcast with Evelyn Wamboy. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. I'm available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, Overcast, so many apps, all of your favorite apps. So please head over there, subscribe and enjoy. You can also review the podcast on the apps that you that have that option and help others find and enjoy the podcast. You can also finally follow me on Instagram, the Human Interest Podcast and on Facebook and Twitter as Evelyn Wamboy. Until next week, have a friendly week.